Valentine's Day, 7 p.m. Call to order the December 13th Franklin School Committee meeting. Meetings are recorded by Franklin TV and shown on Comcast Channel 11 and Verizon Channel 29, as well as recorded by Franklin Matters. Any individual who also wishes to record this meeting must notify the chair in accordance with Massachusetts General Law, Chapter 38, Section 20F. So, we proudly introduce Charlotte Devine as tonight's Keller Kid, who will lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance. Charlotte is a fourth grader at Keller and Miss McRory's class. Charlotte demonstrates Keller's core values in many ways. Together with her peers, she is caring, inclusive, and intelligent. Recently, she and a small group of classmates created a slideshow which is presented to administrators. They shared ideas for ways that Keller kids can show leadership in their school. One idea is to extend Love Keller partnerships by having all grade levels spend more time visiting teachers and students to learn more about what next year will be like before transitioning to that grade level in the fall. She is excited to be part of developing these days at Keller. When asked, Charlotte believes the core value of respect is most important. It serves as a foundation for all failures. Outside of school, Charlotte plays hockey. She's on two teams. She loves animals. She has four chickens and one dog. She's also an avid reader. She is currently reading the 130-story treehouse. Together with her parents, we are so proud of her. Thank you, Charlotte, please. Take it away. to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you very much. I know it's very exciting to stick around with us on Tuesday night, but please feel free to leave if you got other places to be and get some ice cream as our chair would say. As is customary, we will pause for a moment of silence. At this time, we would like to honor Franklin High School track coach Latif Thomas, who sudden passing on December 8th to rock the community. Mr. Thomas was a dedicated track and field coach who cared deeply for his players. Our thoughts and prayers are with this family at this time. Thank you. So first off, in routine business, a review of agenda. Agenda looks good, everybody? Yes. Excellent. Uh, next up, payment of bills. It's taken care of by me. Carol also taken care of by myself. And after we have our FHS senior representatives. Hello, I'm Shaw Downing. I'm the class of 2023 vice president. I'm going to talk about sports first. Um, winter sports began last week, and all games have just started. The girls' basketball team is hosting Oliver Ames in Franklin tonight, and the boys' basketball team will be playing them at Oliver Ames. Girls Hockey played against Algonquin last night and we tied 4-4. For the music, um, congratulations FHS band, chorus, and orchestra who had a successful week concert last week. For the class of 2024, they are continuing to plan their prom. Prom committee meetings are held on Fridays. Prom is on May 5th, 2023 at Lombardo's in Randolph. The class of 2023, the Cal <laughs> the raffle calendar fundraiser has concluded and we'll be announcing winners shortly. More senior week news is to come. We currently have Kimball Farms and our senior crews booked. For the whole school, Connect for Cancer Club is running a hat drive for childhood cancer patients in need. There will be donation boxes in the main lobby and community entrance of the high school. I'm uh, Robert Johnery, the senior class president. Just to talk more about the charity drives going on right now, there is a Franklin Food Pantry donation box in the FHS main entrance. Um, and 
make shots that the Kang for Cancer Club is running the hat drive, but they're also running a Toys for Tufts drive in coordination with the Community Service Club at Franklin High School. So any new unwrapped toys can be placed in the donation box, um, which will also be in the FHS main entrance, and they'll be collecting through December 16th. Um, lastly, the Connect for Cancer Club is hosting a mobile blood drive for MGH. You have to be 16 years or older to donate. Uh, if you are a student at FHS, even if you're over 18, you still need a parental consent form. More information can be found on Google Classroom, Connect for Cancer's uh, social media pages, and on the FHS website. The drive will be held from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. and the Mass General Van will just be in our bus loop uh, during that time and check-in will be in the community entrance near the gym. There's still many spots available and um, I know we just hit the minimum uh, benchmark, but if we could get more, that'd be great. So um, go to the FHS website through our social media pages and please sign up if you're available. That's it, thank you. So, thank you very much. Are there any comments or questions from members of the committee? Thank you guys. You can also feel free to leave and get ice cream. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up on the agenda, Superintendent Support. Which be good. All right. Thank you. Good evening, everyone. Thank you, Robin. Thank you, Shaw. Um, they hit on a few things that are happening at Franklin High School. Um, the drives, the blood drive, um, obviously the work that we're doing um, around cancer fundraising for, from the school um, are just really important events. And I just would like to say um, I had the opportunity to attend the uh, concerts last week and um, our students did a phenomenal job. I thought the, the selection, um, how they executed the songs and worked together, um, really, really, uh, I was proud uh, to be the superintendent and be there in the crowd. Also as a parent, but certainly as a, as a superintendent, I was excited to know Mrs. Morano was there as well. And um, special thanks to our, our music teachers who um, helped prepare our students, helped with the selections, and did a great job of kind of narrating and walking through. It was a, it was a, it was a great concert. So, For the report um, today, just a, a recap on professional development. The, the PE committee, our professional development committee, met on Wednesday, November 30th, and received feedback from 328 survey responses from our our staff, 93.3% of the feedback was either to strongly agree or agree that the overall PD day uh, contributed to their professional learning. And after analyzing feedback to plan future PD days, there's this, this desire to continue collaboration opportunities between and across departments and have the ability to choose from a variety of topics and content areas and interests. Educators also indicated wanting to deepen and expanding uh, expand their work to connected to multi-tiered systems of support and universal design for learning, social-emotional learning, and diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, during our December 7th half day, administrators led building-based professional development that focused on deepening understanding of MTSS, multi-tiered systems of support, as well. Um, a redistricting update. Since our last meeting, the FPS Working Group met with the consultants at GEO. We've been reviewing mapping information and building blocks to provide district data and provided district data as they prepare to develop scenarios. The School Committee Space Needs Subcommittee met also to discuss the guiding principles that our large advisory group had worked and provided feedback on. The, we reviewed the project timeline and the website and FAQs which were updated today. The website has uh, updated information and we tried to incorporate some of the questions we've received, what people have asked for to see. So that will be an evolving website that continues to have information available, but that was updated today. 
Um, there's a lot of in-between work that occurs in preparation for each of our meetings. The next redistricting analysis advisory committee meeting, um, which includes um, community stakeholders and, and families, uh, will take place on December 20th. And uh, that group can expect an email from me directly um, further detail about the meeting. Tomorrow, December 14th, marks uh, the 10th anniversary of the Sandy Hook tragedy. So tonight, just remember the and remember and honor the lives of the victims of the Sandy Hook Elementary School and um, the senseless act of violence that took place 10 years ago. Um, 26 innocent people, including 20 children. So our heart goes out to those families and loved ones of those who were lost, and we stand as a community to support them in, in a time of mourning. And uh, typically with milestones, what we know about grief is that uh, milestones, when you hit them, can often um, drum up or stir up um, grief again. So it's important that we remember in, in those types of instances. So um, it's a, this tragic event reminds us of the importance of coming together to support one another and work towards a future free from violence and hatred. And let us always remember the victims as we strive to create a world where such atrocities don't occur. <clears throat> Homework free, uh, just a, uh, a note to families and students, the Franklin Public Schools seeks to value the time that families have together by declaring a no homework um, time period for all students during the December break. Homework free vacations are not reading free vacations. Um, reading is always a worthwhile pursuit and strongly encouraged as a daily habit for all students. But VBC vacations is also an opportunity for students to complete missing work or catch up on assignments, uh, catch up on assignments or continue studying as well. Final note is as the winter um, at the winter art showcase took place and i wanted to just give a shout out we had the opportunity i saw many of our central office staff there as well to see the work i want to give a shout out to all of our art teachers the students and their artwork and also uh, mr gooder who is our um, art department head and director for um, for the district who did a phenomenal job of working with the teachers uh, to put forth and showcase that work. And once again, if you've been before, it's at the Franklin High School Library, and it's set up, and you can really walk through the progression of artwork from um, really primary grades all the way through senior year, and to see the different mediums they've used and whatnot. It's just really impressive. So it's just, once again, another showcase of the work uh, and the, uh, the excellent teaching that's happening across the district. So. On a final note, as the winter break approaches and the year comes to an end, we at Franklin Public Schools would like to extend our warmest wishes to our students, staff, and families, and our community partners. Along with all of your loved ones, we hope that you have a restful and enjoyable winter recess and filled with peace and joy. And may the coming year bring health and prosperity to all of you and all of us. So I'll take questions if you have any. Thank you very much. All right, so then I'm have questions or comments. Camille? No question. Okay. Um, yeah, one, um, uh, in terms of the, the art show, yeah, uh, yeah that was uh, for, for everyone involved. Uh, thank you so much. That was, that was fantastic. Uh, my little guy uh, in, in kindergarten, he didn't have a piece selected. He just heard about it at school, so he wanted to go. Um, and uh, it, it, it was great. It was a because an Andy Warhol inspired uh, art about Sour Patch Kids, and that was hands down his, his favorite. He came home, he was telling everybody all about it. Uh, so it, it's always great to be able to showcase our, our students' work. So for the, uh, all the art teachers and directors involved, thank you so much uh, uh, for that. Um, and then uh, to the top of the report, when you were talking about uh, the, the um, 
the PD committee and with the respondents. So 328 res respondents or responses, what percentage of like the, the total universe is that? That's probably 65%, mm -hmm. would you say? That's just rough, stuff. that's some street math right there. But, you know, 65% probably, I would, I would assume about that, that many educators. Come on. Wow. 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 All right. That doesn't usually happen. So that's, uh, that makes me feel good. Thank you. Just good. Um, yeah. So um, about 65% of our staff responded. So as a, as a return rate on a survey that's voluntary, that's that's pretty good. I think it's a good sample size. Um, but because that's when we might follow up. Is that is that pretty much indicative of you know where historically what we can kind of expect for some of the numbers to come back? I would say it's actually, I've seen it as an increase in my short okay. tenure here, yeah. yeah. That's, oh, that's, and that's I can get those numbers for you, I don't have them readily available for the past few years, but I can get those for a later date. No, just, I mean, because obviously, you know, we, we talk about like a lot of the great, uh, you know, like the, the great responses that came back. If it's, um, you know, if, you know, it yeah. could just be, you know, looking at the audience and the sample that we're kind of pulling, but if that's an increase from, from beyond, it definitely, provides us much more validity. Yeah. Uh, so so that's great. Thank you for the quick map. Uh, thanks, <laughs> uh, but glad to know that there was well, an increase. Uh, and even with that increase, so there was some great uh, turnout from that. So thank you very much. Appreciate it. That's it. Thank you. Uh, no questions, but I'll just comment by saying thanks for the report and glad to hear that um, there's a lot of feedback. Uh, thank you very much for this update. Uh, it's great to hear. You know, with um, all we hear about the multi-tier systems of support of how it's being integrated into the professional development of um, our educators, and also it's great to hear about the, the website update of how we're maintaining that uh, commitment for um, effective and open um, communication with the community. So it's very encouraging to hear. Thank you. Welcome. All right. So moving right along. Next for presentations, we have a lifelong learning presentation with Ms. Patricia Gay. So we're joined here by our director, as you said, uh, Fanny Gay. She's going to provide an update on lifelong learning. I always find this to be an exciting one because there's always something new <laughs> on the horizon. But I just think we're lucky in Franklin to have a lifelong learning institute. And I think if you if you've never lived outside of this community, you know, you, you, you might not recognize the perspective wise that having this available within our town and run so professionally, I think is, is a real asset to our community. I've, I've participated, my family has, in some of the programming, and um, we're lucky to have you aboard. So thank you for being here tonight. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm Patty Gay, and I'm the director of Lifelong Learning. And again, thank you for having me here tonight. Um, I'm, in, I'm torn, I know the, the glasses for the small and the <laughs> not for the big. So Lifelong Learning is a department of Franklin Public Schools, and it's basically for um, departments. We've got solutions, community learning, um, music, as well as summer programs. The mission of lifelong learning is um, to provide um, the community with um, extended day, music lessons, enrichment programs, and something that is safe and affordable for the community. Um, and in order to achieve that mission, um, we have members of Franklin Public Schools as well as partnerships that help us to be able to accomplish those goals that we have and to um, adhere to that mission. Um, lifelong Learning um, has been a part of Franklin Public Schools um, since 1998. Just to give you a little background. 
and this is what the lifelong learning team looks like. Uh, myself, we have directors of solutions, the director of community learning, director of music, as well as the lifelong learning media and data specialist. Um, our staff um, includes for the lifelong community learning, we have an office manager as well as over 30 instructors, depending on what we've got going on at the time. Um, Solutions Extended Day has 20 staff members, um, and that would be the leaders, um, the site directors, the assistant site directors, and the group leaders that all help us carry out those um, before and after school programs. Uh, Lifelong uh, Music has about 20 instructors. They also have um, an office manager. We also maintain a door manager to let us into um, those music programs that we have. I got a little pop up here. And then we have um, our music, um, excuse me, our summer program that we have um, over 80 instructors that we have for the summer to, um, to carry out all those programs that we have. So we have um, the solutions program here. Um, we have a couple of our Keller students um, that have just made. I wanted to take a picture of just the Legos, but then they put their arm around each other <laughs> and were like going through the whole thing. They wanted to remember what they made. So I said, oh, I'll take a picture of it. And then it definitely, it was came up really cute. And then just a couple other creations that I've seen. Um, and that's what we do. We um, give them supplies and we help to help them be creative. And um, this is the solutions program. And we have a before school program that opens at seven. Um, our after school program is open till six for each of the elementary schools in Franklin. And that's a Monday through Friday program uh, for regular school days. Uh, community learning is our um, adult and, and children um, branch of lifelong learning. And um, in those programmings, we include arts and crafts, sports and leisure, exercise and wellness, team sports, uh, workshops and special events, some online learning, and then Kids Corner, um, which is um, a variety of activities for kids in grades K through eight. And um, Kids Corner happens at the um, high school and um, the sports, and we kind of spread out amongst the gyms in Franklin and um, offer, but most of the other classes other than sports happen at Franklin High. This is one of our um, art teachers who teaches um, acrylics as well as watercolors, and these are a couple of her pieces that I've been told are award-winning, so yeah. Pretty spectacular to speak to the caliber of um, instructors that we have teaching our classes. Um, Music Academy is our, um, we offer a string, band, and chorus. Um, this, what we have going on right now is called our Glee program. We also do private music lessons um, for students in grades uh, K through 12. And we also have some adults that participate as well. And through our music program, we also offer a wonderful mentor program, which um, 
as students of high school age that um, are able to take a leadership role. A lot of times it's students who have been in the music program probably since grade three who are coming up and, and taking those leadership roles in the program. And our summer programs. Um, summer is very busy for us. This is my first um, summer having gone summer of 22 uh, in my new role as the director of lifelong learning. This is my first summer. I've been working for lifelong learning for 22 years, but this is the first time that it's been solely me at the head of it, and it was busy. It was really busy, um, and it was great though. We had fun. Um, we have solutions that runs for five weeks. Um, we're going to five weeks again this summer. We have STAR, but it's at kindergarten. STEM, um, which includes um, Math Academy, which is a standalone. I would incorporate the STEM aspect as well. Um, two weeks music program, uh, preparing for college, uh, including writing a college essay in the Common App Boot Camp. Um, high School Experience, which is our program for incoming freshmen that we offer, as well as um, there are some community learning programs that happen in the summer as well. Um, so mostly our sports programs, uh, basketball, um, badminton, and volleyball. So, and registration for our summer programs begins on February 1st. So as always, our program, we try to align um, with the district improvement plan um, and try to um, support the social emotional well-being of students and staff. And we do that through our um, movement classes that we offer, the exercise and uh, wellness, through our staff training, through the um, home security and security that we um, in classes that we offer parents. Um, in partnership with the Franklin um, Police Department, uh, ready, set, pretty, ready, set, kindergarten, as well as the high school experience. We are engaging and provide engaging and rigorous curriculum, and we do that through, again, across the board in our programs through themed curriculum, our junior leader program, by offering homework club, um, summer STEM, music, the college prep classes, um, the music mentor program, as well as our band um, strings and glee programs. We offer high quality instruction to meet the needs of the academic and social emotional needs of each of um, each learner, and we do that through uh, again the Red Set Kindergarten program preparing for college, as well as private music lessons. We offer effective uh, two-way communication to support student um, learning, and we do that through our community partnerships, um, such as downtown partnership, the cultural district, as well as our partnership with Franklin Police Department, and um, the community input and feedback through all our course evaluations, uh, we're constantly sending out, after a course ends, sending out um, evaluations just to get feedback from, um, from our participants um, through newsletters as well as weekly updates. We did participate in the uh, strawberry stroll, that's what you have there. And Lucas generously put his face and said that we could use it, so, I forgot about so there it is. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. And we also, again, in keeping aligned with initiatives, um, aligned with the portrait of the graduate, um, and try to incorporate some of these um, skills throughout our programs um, whenever we can. This is a still picture of our website, um, franklinlifelearning.com, and that gives you all the information that you need to find any of our programming. Um, towards, the, towards the end of uh, January, uh, we'll be previewing some of our summer courses so that you can uh, preview those before the registration opens on February 1st. And I want to you know, do this alone. We have a lot of support from the district, so I just want to take a minute to help the, uh, to recognize those that help us. Um, the um, faculty and staff at all of the schools, because we really do utilize that space a lot, and we appreciate their, um, they're always so supportive and welcoming. Um, central office, of course, um, facilities, technology, student services, and as I was reading this this morning, I realized I forgot to highlight um, food services also, who help us a great deal in, in getting us the snacks and um, uh, programs for our solutions program, as well as um, other things as well. So truly um, appreciative of um, all the support that we get from the district. Okay. Thank you. Anyone have any questions? Excellent. Thank you very much, Patty. Uh, now we'll open up right now to questions from the committee. Um, I love the life on learning. I'm looking at the four different areas, and my family has participated in all four of them. Oh, um, nice. And I forgot, I actually, the year I moved here, I taught a Southern cooking class like oh. 20 years ago. Um, and I remember when we signed up for solutions, my husband and I would make a joke because we were like, it's not called happy fun time. It's like, you got a problem, we got a solution. And, but it was the most wonderful program. My kids would not leave. Like I would show up and be so excited to see them after school, and they're like, "Can we stay longer?" Mm -hmm. And the ladies there. Oh, my kids are too old now for it, but oh, just the best. Mm -hmm. Just the best. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Let us know what we can do to support you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you, David. I want to um, echo what my, my colleagues said. My, my kids uh, yeah. taking numerous uh, programs yeah. uh, in this. Every single one of them just knocks out of the park. It's spectacular. Thank you. One thing, uh, I had a question about, in terms of the summer programs, yep. um, do you kind of grow to fit the need each summer, or is it rather kind of static, and, and we just kind of, you know, once, you know, a certain number of uh, children kind of enrolled, and, and that's it, and it's all done? Yeah, what we, what we do to prepare for the summer is, um, the, the music, programs kind of fluctuate a little bit. Um, last summer was the first summer that we came back, um, after the pandemic and, and offered everything that we've offered in the past. Um, what we are in the process of doing now is putting out um, see who wants to teach classes and gather those proposals and then see what we're going to be offering for the summer. Um, so we, we like to offer as much and as varied classes as we can, um, but we are also um, dependent on um, people that want to teach different classes. So, um, but the music program um, is always a two-week, um, half-day session, um, as well as the STEM as well. Yeah, yeah. But this week, this year, um, we're hoping to um, be a little bit bigger than we were last summer, and, and hope to be back at full force. 
And then we have the ratios that we, you know, we usually try to, you know, keep the ratios down too so that they're getting quality instruction as well, um, especially for like a ready set kindergarten program where we've got them coming in and just having that experience of being in a big school for the first time. So in, in that respect, we do have, um, you know, ratios that we maintain so there are things that do fill up. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Um, yeah, th thanks very much for, for the presentation. And I remember taking a badminton class way back when I first moved to town. And okay. We still have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can okay. see that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so anyways, thanks very much. I don't have any questions now. Okay. Okay. Uh, thank you, Patty, so much for this presentation. I'd like to echo the sentiments of my colleagues. It's uh, wonderful that to provide uh, these courses in particular to uh, residents of Franklin. It's just so appreciated. Uh, it's great to have uh, yeah, these offerings. So really, just yeah, maybe something something that's just unique and special to um, our little community here. Um, a couple, you. just quick questions. Sure. Um, do we have an estimate about how many members of our community participate in the, the lifelong learning programs? Uh, we have. We have, in, in current enrollment, and we're just kind of wrapping up fall, we have, in lifelong community learning, we have a, a 419 participants. Um, in music, we have 244. And in solutions, we have um, 320. Wow. Yeah. Some really good numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And just um, out of the 419, or give or take, <laughs> that we have, um, we have about 120 um, individuals who don't live in Franklin. So we do have people that come from other communities to participate in programs as well. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to be here too. People can come to our town from uh, yeah. uh, neighboring neighbor communities also experience the vaccine too. And then um, um, just a, a second question here. What seems to be the most popular program or programs? And do you expect to um, expand or start offering any uh, new programs based on that? Uh, we are offering, um, it's not a new concept, but mm -hmm. we are offering a um, yoga class for educators. Oh. Um, we had some feedback come in that um, it's not a different class, but it's, uh, it's earlier in the day. Um, most of our programs um, start between 6 and 6.30. Um, so we are offering something a little earlier to try to, um, if teachers are in the district and they want to take something and don't want to wait around, maybe they don't live in Franklin but want to participate. So that's something new that we're offering. Uh, we're also offering a knitting class in the, in the spring as well. Um, we've had it in the past and we're, um, that's coming back as well. And I saw that and that's on Tuesday so I'm going to have to be excused. <laughs> <laughs> And also a, a new class is Qigong. It's um, another exercise wellness class. Um, and again, it's not something that is um, new, but we're doing the, um, the badminton class, which is, um, as you know, is, is a returning class, but we're offering it for teens um, as another way to try to um, get teens active. And uh, we'll see how that goes. Excellent, thank yeah. you. Oh, I appreciate that. You know, Dave was actually just telling me he wants to knit his wife a scarf for Christmas, so now he knows exactly where to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Next year. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much. We yeah. appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Um,
Next up on the agenda, um, discussion action items. Well, just uh, real quick for uh, one more thing about lifelong learning. Our uh, college essay in common at boot camp is another great option for families raising um, children who are older and ready to, to start thinking about that. I plugged this last year, and I would like to plug it again because I do think it's an opportunity in the summer before the pressure and deadlines are, are on students to really think about um, their application process and how they can kind of learn and have support to get through some of that. I think it makes the fall a little bit more manageable um, for folks who, who uh, are interested in that. So I just would plug that as well. Thank you. My kids signed up. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Did she get ice cream or are we? <laughs> you know what? It was, it was a really good presentation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. All right. So, so now moving on to our discussion on items. Okay. So we have the three policies for. Uh, Approval for a second read um, that would be an adoption. Um, the first was our facilities fee schedule, KFE3. The second was JLCCD, which is managing life threatening food allergies in this education setting. And the third is JLCCD E, which was the protocol and guidelines for management of life threatening food allergies at FPS. So, excellent, thank you. Is there a motion to adopt the policies as discussed? So, is there a second? second. Any discussion or questions while we've done along? Uh, no. No. Good. Good. Yeah. None for me. Okay. So, see none. Uh, vote will come on the motion. All those in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Next on the agenda, discussion only items. Uh, we accept annual reports. Okay. So, in your packet, you'll find the accept annual report. Um, basically, this report represents the collective actions of the Accept Collaborative across their departments um, in the areas that they're focusing on uh, this year and in future years as well. Um, it's basically um, outlines their plan around staffing, professional culture, their partnerships with the community, and their programs and services and budget and finance. So they lay it out in an annual report, and um, I wanted to put it out there so that you see it as um, just to kind of frame are uh, we are members of the Accept Collaborative, and also uh, I'm a board member. I'm on the board of directors for that as a superintendent. You, uh, you automatically join their board. So uh, each of the superintendents within that group have brought this back to share with our committee. I will say that I've invited um, Dr. Flaherty, who is the director, to come to a future meeting to just talk about uh, Accept in more detail, um, and just uh, explain the process and share some of the business side of it there are times where the school committee um, will need to vote um, for example if a, if another district was uh, interested to apply to um, become a member of accept um, that would be a situation where they would need school committee approval from the existing um, communities that are members which we are so um, um, that will be in the future but certainly wanted you to have the information on what's happening at accept excellent thank you very much um, any um, discussion or questions no 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 questions. Uh, just a brief question for me. Um, could you um, briefly um, mention the, the value that um, being a member of this collaborative has been for um, the students of Franklin? Sure. I, um, I'll start and then I'll let Mrs. Milano chime in as well from the student perspective. Um, they, uh, as members, um, they, they offer 
programming for students, um, and, and Mrs. Morona can share a little bit more about that, but there are other aspects and facets to the role. They do uh, professional development for educators, and then each of us belongs to a job-alike group um, that they organize and host and set the agenda and the learning and invite um, folks in to be a part of so that you join. Except is basically a local uh, area collaborative. Um, they're housed out of Natick, and uh, when we travel there, our job alike, so you can get with, uh, you can meet with other people who um, share a similar role to you to kind of problem solve, uh, learn together professionally, and um, I'll kick it to you, Paula, on just some of the student aspects that they provide. Sure. So they, they are one of, um, they do host um, specialized programs there for students with special needs. So if um, a student has a profile or needs that we cannot um, support here in the district, if you have more of a, need a more restrictive environment, um, then we can reach out to Accept, which is, um, has some classrooms and specialized programs. Um, they have standalone schools, but and they also have classrooms within public school settings, so depending on the needs of the student and the disability type. So that's one piece. The other piece is they do host, um, they are they provide consultative services as well. So if we have a, um, a student who um, maybe requires um, vision services or orientation and mobility services or BCBA services that we can't offer here in the district because of staffing challenges, we can reach out to Accept to see if we can um, contract with them for those services, as well as they do program reviews um, for our, our in-district program, so if we want um, a consultant to come in and just review our specialized programs or our specific specialized programs, that we can also contract with them for those services as well. I would also add that they offer a variety of professional development for our educators at a reduced rate because we're members and then they do come into districts. So one example is they do our mentor training. So every year they'll come into one of our PD days and host a new cohort. Um, they, they offer other things, but that's just one example. So thank you very much for spending on that. I look forward to um, hearing the presentation it will be a future meeting. I need to coordinate that with them, but certainly it's something that we discuss. So I would say in the coming months. Coming right, months. Excellent. Thank you. Well, it sounds like a great resource. We look forward to hearing more about it. All right. Uh, moving right along, we have information matters. Um, superintendent evaluation. Um, it's not none this evening. Budget would be myself. Uh, budget has not met. However, last Wednesday, the seventh, it was a finance committee where um, the school committee uh, admin and some of our members gave a presentation, an update, and it was we had a very productive conversation. And we look forward to having future collaborative discussions with other um, bodies in the municipal government. So, excellent. Thank you. Um, next up, we have policy. Dave. And uh, policy will be meeting tomorrow. Uh, to uh, to take up a whole new set of uh, uh, policy items. Excellent. Community relations, uh, none this evening. Space needs and facilities assessment. Uh, so uh, as I mentioned in my superintendent report, the space needs subcommittee did meet. Um, we are continuing to meet in, in a rhythm, basically a cadence for um, having those uh, advisory committee meetings and then following up with the consultant for some working group and then after that have spacing. So we're starting to create a rhythm to try to build out and make sure that we're covering our bases. So they, uh, we did meet last week and uh, we'll continue to work in conjunction with uh, Applied Geographics, the consultant, to continue to work through the analysis. Excellent, thank you. Uh, joint PCCs, and then this evening, uh, Student Wellness Advisory Council, Dr. Rogers. So the SWAC did not meet this month. Our next meeting is Tuesday, January 3rd. Excellent, thank you for the update. Uh, CPAC. 
Yes, CPAC met on December 7th. Um, they talked about, they discussed a um, parent questionnaire um, to be filled out by parents after an IEP meeting so we can get some feedback from parents on how that meeting went and how that team approach went. Um, it's something we had established years ago, kind of lost its way during the pandemic and now we're reestablishing it. We're really trying to make it um, parent friendly so it's gonna be a Google form rather than the good old paper and pencil. Um, it's also translated in all the languages that we need and they can use a QR code to fill out the, to fill out the questionnaire. Um, they also discussed an inclusion checklist for our um, PCC. So what, you know, if a PCC is hosting an event, what some things they can consider for students with disabilities or students with allergies or and whatnot just to make sure it's more inclusive um, for all of our events that our, our schools are hosting and our parent organizations are hosting. And then they also voted on CPAC board members at that meeting. Their next meeting is TBD. Excellent, thank you. Uh, substance Abuse Task Force. Yeah, Substance Abuse Abuse Task Force met this morning for another great meeting. Um, we are actually changing our name of our subcommittee because um, as we all know, substance use is usually um, caused by a mental health um, challenges. So we really, and we're really um, focusing on mental health wellness. Um, so our new name now is Mental Health and Wellbeing Task Force, building a strong foundation for our community. So that is our new name that will be going by, but we will put in parentheses SATF so everyone knows that who we are. Um, we continue to plan our next critical conversations. Um, we keep pushing the date out because time is flying, so we want to make sure that we have enough time to plan for this event. Um, so our um, critical conversations will be held in March. We're looking, we have a couple dates that we're um, just checking with our facilitator on, um, and its focus is going to be on student voice, what our kids want you to know. So, and our next meeting is January 10th. Excellent, thank you. And then uh, last but not least, DEI committee. DEI committee is meeting tomorrow, mm -hmm. um, yes. 3.15? Correct. Correct. Right. And Ms. Harris um, will be facilitating that. The last meeting we held, I'm not sure if it was before the last school committee meeting, but um, we kicked off um, and Ms. Harris had facilitated some work on some of the seven major areas in which the groups are working in. So um, we were able to start together as a whole group and then break off into um, smaller groups working on reviewing policy, um, looking at curriculum and instruction, and then it led into a discussion. I w I'm thinking about our students who participated. We have some really strong student leadership on that team, and it was great to hear their voice, um, particularly around some of the, um, the instruction and curriculum discussions. Um, had some real positives to share about things they've experienced, but then also some areas that um, we can look at to see how we can improve, so it was a, it was a, it was a good conversation. More to come on that. Excellent. Thank you for all those updates. Um, and next, we have the consent agenda. Okay. Um, approval of minutes. So I recommend approval of the minutes from the November 22nd, 2022 school committee meeting as detailed. I recommend acceptance of two checks totaling $1,250 for FHS scholarships as follows $1,000 Roberta Trahan and $250 Sean Jobin. FHS gifts. I recommend acceptance of two checks totaling $1,170.85 as follows. $1,000 for student activities account, in-house enrichment from FEF and General Dynamics, $170.85 supplemental supplies from Ohio Pile. I recommend approval of the executive minutes from the November 22, 2022 school committee meeting as detailed. And I recommend approval of the request of Amy Edson to create a new club, the National Art Honor Society, as detailed. 
Thank you. Is there a motion to approve the consent agenda as detailed? So moved. Is there a second? Second. Any discussion on the questions? Any discussion questions? Camille? No. Dave? Yeah. No. Okay. Seeing none, the vote call on motion. All those in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. And then we have citizens' comments. And in the spirit of open communication, the committee will hold a public participation segment, also called citizens' comments, about matters not related to an agenda item within the state committee's purview. Comments are limited to three minutes and must be addressed to the committee. Citizens' comments segments are not debates or Q&A sessions. It is intended to offer citizens an opportunity to express their opinions on issues of school committee business. The committee will listen to and not respond to any comment made. Are there any citizens in the audience, in person or online, who would like to make comments on item not on tonight's agenda and falls within the committee's purview? So, take a look at everyone here in person. And, uh, anyone, anyone on? Is that a comment? It might be stay away. <laughs> uh, all right, so it looks like um, we're going for comments uh, kind of this evening. Next is uh, new business. Here. So I alluded to um, the Accept Collaborative um, update and presentation that's coming forth. Um, also, um, as we reset, as I mentioned, for the new year, we'll reset and have um, a whole series of presentations that we'll want to provide updates on related to our district improvement plan and school improvement plans. So um, you can expect more in those particular areas. Excellent. Thank you very much. I look forward to all of that. So, um, so that's it for the end of our agenda for this evening. Do I hear a motion to adjourn? Second. Is there a second? Second. So come with motion. All those in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Huh? Motion carries. Thank you, everyone. We wish you all safe and joyous holiday season. We look forward to seeing you again on January 10th. We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tintype Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. And by the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.